The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. of a cliff and fall on your this show is a well-oiled machine pizzas shaped like penises that's gold son cannabisradio.com presents the stoner jesus show christ Live from the Stoner Jesus Studio Complex in Stoner Heaven, it's the Stoner Jesus Show. Biatch! Big show tonight as usual. Thanks to everybody listening live on a podcast. You all are awesome. A lot of stuff going on tonight. Uh, we'll talk more about guns. Because it fits the criteria for the show. I'll get that in a second. My my criteria, my genius criteria for what I do on the show. The behind the scenes, if you will. Also, on that theme, comedian Jim Jeffries did... Uh, he does, uh, you know, a, a several minutes of a bit on gun control in his stand-up special. I believe it's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. We'll listen to that, break that down. It was good for a few reasons. Oliver's another's perspective. Obviously, he's, uh, he's an Australian comedian. They have different, uh, different, uh, I guess, interaction with guns in Australia than, than uh, we do here. Also, St. Peter will be here to update us on becoming a black man. That also fits the criteria for the show. I've never revealed this before, but I will mere moments. <laughs> uh, right before the show, by the way, all hell broke loose. Uh, storm rolled through, and the, the internet went out, and the power went out. Well, the power went out, caused the internet to go out. And, uh, it took a while for everything to get back to uh, the way it's supposed to be. Where it is now, hopefully. Joe Destruction in the chat area chilling on Canvas Radio on Spreaker we're live on CanvasRadio.com I mentioned it's June 15th 2016 I don't think I did podcast on SternJesus.net CanvasRadio.com and various other platforms including iTunes and iHeartRadio I'm on Twitter at SternJesus420 tweet me a link to the show whenever however and wherever you are listening and you will get a retweet 
I guarantee. Phone lines. Phone lines are open. One three four seven four one four weed. That's one three four seven four one four nine three three three. Don't forget, not only can you call us live during the show, but when we're not live, you can leave us voicemails. Uh, this is additional content for the show. So when we're not live, you know, maybe some Saturday night, you're blazed up, you're faded, you're uh, three sheets to the wind, whatever slang you've got going on. <clears throat> Choose a voicemail, man. 1347-414-9333. Weed spells weed. I'm very proud of that number. It took me an hour and a half to find that, the right combination that was available through Skype. That, I, that And trust me, you'll say, oh, you should have 420 in it. I went through all the 420 numbers. Believe me, that was like 45 minutes of my search. It was numbers with 420 in it. Nothing worked out. I eventually settled on 1347-414-WEED. You don't like it? You know what? Fuck you. Nobody asked you. Your opinion on my phone number. <laughs> I feel like I'm celebrating a little bit tonight. I don't know why. I feel like good. I have I've been drinking a little bit. Why not? I'm an adult. Drink. I did most of my drinking when I was like 17 and 18. I was always looking over my shoulder. Now I do whatever the fuck I want. I'm li- I'm live fucking on the internet, man. To just millions and millions of people. It's epic. Oh, shit, son. That is not good. That is not good at all. Holy Christ. By the way, I uh, hope you enjoy our new opening. A new opening for the show, courtesy of CannabisRadio.com and their crack production team, making this show sound like, you know, it's professional or whatever. <laughs> Wasn't my goal, but you know what? Now that now that's happened, hey, <laughs> try different things. <laughs> you got to mix it up a little bit sometimes. We tried sounding not professional. What the fuck was that? It's goddamn cell phone. God damn it. Shit is already derailed. We're fucking six minutes into the show. Anyway. <laughs> what the hell was I talking about? I was plugging shit. Like, uh, we did Twitter. Email. StonerJesus420 at gmail.com if you want to email the show. Facebook. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. Join our group for the show. It'd be awesome of you. You can join the mailing list. You can check out Patreon. Get perks from the show. For supporting the show, you listed it on our patrons page. Uh, it would just all be awesome. I'm still working on the giveaway for that. Need uh, you know just uh, just uh, the, the the final confirmation. And then, bam, we're on it. So check out the mailing list page of SternJesus.net. Check out Patreon, the Patreon banner on SternJesus.net, the patrons page on SternJesus.net. All of that stuff. Now. Yesterday, we talked about the Orlando shooting uh, Monday night. Oh, my, my criteria. I get to my criteria first. Whether it's guns or St. Peter becoming a black man, I have three criteria for what makes it on the show. One, is it content? I know what you're saying, Stern. Jesus, that doesn't sound like much of a standard. Again, fuck you, man. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Why are you always criticizing me? One, it has to be content for the show. I mean interesting content. Not just me like reading out of a fucking phone book. That's content. Something people will find interesting. 
which leads us to our second and third criteria. Second, it's something people were talking about. People were talking about guns. Uh, people were talking about uh, sex transitions. We're doing a race transition. And you may say to yourself, Stoner Jesus, sounds like you're just ripping off stuff that's going on in, in current events and using it to your own advantage. Yeah, welcome to the party, sunshine. Now you're beginning to understand my criteria. Three. The third criteria. Is it controversial? Because as you know, if you know anything about radio, an engaged listener can be happy about what you're saying or they can be angry about what you're saying. They can disagree with what you're saying. An enraged listener is an engaged listener. Yes, that rhymes. So that's the three criteria. And most things you find, if you listen to them on the show, they meet those criteria. At least I try to. I'm not perfect. Just Jesus. So Monday night we talked about the uh, Orlando thing. So that's why we're talking about guns. Because uh, it's very controversial. It's in the news. And uh, it's something I have an opinion on. So yesterday, well, first thing I noticed after Orlando was that there was the renewed, called, renewed calls for bans on assault rifles. God damn, that air conditioner is fucking loud. Why they put it right behind my head, I don't know. Renew calls for quote-unquote assault rifle bans or assault weapon bans also calls for bans on an AR-15, which has been reported in the news that AR-15 was the gun, one of the guns used in the Pulse shooting in Orlando. I've seen reports contrary to that. There's indeed a different gun, which feeds into one of my points here in a minute. But, um, so we did the Pulse thing Monday night. Uh, I noticed a lot of people, they're not really aware. Let's put it this way. Most people who call for an assault rifle ban or assault weapon ban couldn't pick one out of a lineup. They wouldn't know it if it smacked them in the face, literally. Everybody has different definitions, whether it's automatic, semi-automatic, clip size, whether it has uh, cosmetic features like a little fucking uh, stupid tripod or one of those damn things you're putting at your shoulder or whatever, which is part of the uh, the, the political... The politician, a politician categorizing of it through the uh, 94 assault weapons ban. Anyway, I noticed a lot of people didn't really understand. Which is, you know, I'm not a gun owner. I don't know a lot about guns. What I know, I have to ask questions. I have to research. Shit like that. I'm not strapped with a nine by the bust a cap up in somebody's ass. Holding the sideways for effect. It's not me. I'm very white bread. I can't, I can't thug it up. Alternately, I can't redneck it up either. I'm not a gun owner. I never had a need for one. Anyway, so a lot of people don't know, even with their requesting a ban on when they talk about assault weapons, assault rifles. That's fine. So um, I found this website. It was, uh, what the fuck was it? Assault rifle or assault weapon dot info, something like that. Assault weapon dot info, I think. It's a little slideshow type thing that basically shows that an AR-15 semi-automatic is very similar to other semi-automatic weapons. Now, of course, there's, you know, there's differences in clip size. Um, but there's been studies to show that, you know, that's not much of a deterrent. The reloading factor is quite fast. In any case, it'll cause quite a kerfuffle on Twitter. The, the radio host that precedes us, Radical Russ Belleville. Uh, great guy, great radio host, great show. 
he uh, took issue with that. And myself and Ron agree on quite a bit of issues, uh, whether it's you know, economic or health care or um, I want to say the Second Amendment, but, you know, I mean, that's, I'm, that's not my main, the main thrust of the arguments that I make. Anyway, um, so it pissed off a lot of people on Twitter. Russ was one of them. I mean, it was, uh, we went back and forth for quite a while. And um, so the, the bottom line is this. I think how I want to put this. Debating the tools used for these things is fine. And now whether or not some sort of limits would lead to a reduction in firearm incidents, uh, the jury is out on that, quite frankly. And uh, we'll get into that before we go to the break. Uh, a story that came out a few years a few few years a few hours ago about uh, homicide rates in the United States. Debating the tools is fine, you know, and that's where I get lost a little bit in some of the logic of some of the people who are for more restrictions. And they say we do, we just want there's no quote unquote there's no slippery slope. We just want to ban this certain category. Of guns, you know, whether it's, you know, done by clip size or a magazine size or whatever the terminology is. However, it's decided that that's how we're going to, to regulate it or whatever. I say how we're going to regulate it, and, you know, quotation. Obviously, most people, maybe not most people, but a lot of people are going to disagree. However, we decide to regulate it, that logic, the logic of Gun restrictions equals more safety. Why doesn't that... And I, I talked about this on my Facebook video yesterday. Why doesn't the logic behind banning the AR-15 specifically go to all semi-automatic rifles? And if you're talking about safety, more people, many more people are killed by handguns than by rifles. Why wouldn't that logic apply also to handguns? This is a serious question I'm asking. Why... Does the logic not apply to handguns? You say, well, they have less bullets, but they are, uh, quote-unquote, weapons of war. They are used for assaulting people. I saw Bernie Sanders tweet something about, you know, uh, people shouldn't have weapons that have been designed to kill. All guns have been designed to kill. That is their design. They are guns. That's the tool that they are used for. Use a fork for eating food. Maybe stabbing someone in the eye, whatever. Guns are used to kill people. Now, I'm not a, like I said. I'm not a gun aficionado. I don't fucking pose with guns or, you know, on Facebook. Just like I don't pose with sneakers or hundred dollar bills, y'all. Although that is an idea. Just give me some hundred dollar bills, and I am set, bitch. So I'm not, you know, I don't get into that aspect of it. Obviously, people in the United States, they love, they love fucking guns. It's a culture. It's a gun culture. I understand that as well. Believe me, I understand all the arguments that the guys like Russ make. I, you know, I could do it myself. I can sit here and give you that argument over the next 10 to 15 minutes. But obviously, I'm going to give you mine because it's, you know, the Stern Jesus show. So this is where we are. Everybody's calling for bans on guns that they really can't identify, hoping that it will work even though statistics have shown that it may not work. Like I said, we'll get into that in a minute. And why shouldn't we ban handguns? I think that's a, ser I think that's a serious... 
I know a lot of people will say, well, yeah, go ahead and do it. Okay, and that's when we get into, you know, the statistics that I'm about to get into, but why doesn't the logic spread? Like, you know, why isn't the same logic wouldn't apply? <clears throat> why wouldn't someone, if we, if we accept the logic behind the ban on semi-automatic rifles, why wouldn't somewhere down the line that apply to handguns? Because the logic still holds. You want people to be more safe. Handguns kill a lot of people. We all know this. Handguns kill a lot of people. Well, they don't do it themselves. Handguns are used to kill a lot of people, whether it's suicide or murder or drive-bys or whatever. You know, innocent bystanders. They're used to kill a lot of people. Why wouldn't the same logic apply to bans on them? And people say, well, there's not a slippery slope. I saw someone tweet me today say, well, you know, they're going to start making uh, 3D uh, guns and shit. We need to ban 3D printers. Really? That's what we're going to do. We're going to take this technology that could be fucking amazing. It builds shit like houses in, in, matter, in a matter of hours. We're going to ban it. But there's no slippery slope. They say that even though they try to move the line down the slope. You know, whether it's, you know, and like in Russ point out, so he said, well, why don't we try 10, 10 round limit in the magazine or whatever? And my first thought was, well, why not eight? Wouldn't eight make us 20% more safe, more safer, 20% safer, however you say it. <laughs> I'm good with words. Wouldn't it be 20% better if it was only 8? Wouldn't it be 40% better if it was only 6? So on and so forth. The point is, obviously, at a certain point, you cross over into someone who just wants to ban all guns, the very thing you say you're not. But logic dictates that you have to be. If that's your logic, that we need to be more safe, so these restrictions will make us more safe, why wouldn't harder restrictions make us safer? Why wouldn't a handgun ban make us even safer? That's my question. Now, we look a lot at the tools. We debate the tools. We debate the how of these shootings. That's fine. But why can't we spend some time looking at and debating the why? Why? There's a few things besides gun violence that sets the United States apart from other countries in the world. Our incarceration rate, uh, for instance, sets us apart from countries around the world. And our use of prescription medications, we use something like 80% of the world's painkillers, even though we have 4 or 5% of the world's population. The use of antidepressants between 1999 and 2012 went from 7% of the population to 13% of the population, almost doubling. We have our children on mind-altering drugs while they are still children. This is not a conspiracy theory. I was put on Zoloft when I was 11. 11. They put me on a mind-altering pill. But if they had caught me smoking a joint, they would have thrown a fit. But it was cool for them to put me on Zoloft. Our kids are put on Adderall, all kinds of antidepressants, mood stabilizers, uppers, downers. You need to sit down. You need to move more. You need to stop moving so fucking much. You have a disease because you move so much. Because you're hyper. We give it a name. It's fucking ADHD. It's ADD. You're not supposed to be so goddamn hyper. There's no real test for it. You write some shit down, they look at it, and they say, well, you have ADD. I'm sorry, here's some Ritalin. We wonder why there's so many fucking crazy people. And don't give me this shit where you can't blame mental illness. 
A sane, rational person is not going to walk into a club with weapons and shoot over a hundred people. They are not going to do that. And if they do, they have left the, the ballpark of sane and rational. When you do things aimed at breaking down the very fucking thing the whole society together, the fact that we're not going around killing each other every goddamn minute. That's the bedrock of civilized society. We don't kill each other all the time. Although we do a lot of that, but the vast majority of the time, people just don't walk up each other uh, on a regular basis and stab them and stab somebody in the neck. And we're just, you know, we're just, you know, killing each other all day. So, why can't we look at these things? What is such? The, what's the fucking big deal? People want to just go, oh, you know, we got to do, we got to do about guns. Well, why are these people doing this? What makes them? Do what they do. It's not the gun. The gun doesn't talk to them and make them, you know, possess them and tell them what to do. The gun is a tool. The gun is what they use. We can debate on their access and how, uh, if we restrict their access, if it's going to help to those tools. But why can't we talk about what's fucking in front of us is these crazy motherfuckers. Some of us religion, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of Muslim countries, if you're gay, they kill you. It's punishable by death. You know, there's homophobia, and then there's, you know, we're going to fucking kill you if you're gay. It's like next level homophobia. Like level 99 homophobia, we're going to throw you off a roof. Anyway, so where the fuck was I? <laughs> That's why I have notes. So, let's get to the uh, this story before we go to break. We'll get into the Jim Jeffries thing, which is pretty funny shit. Uh, so, here we go. Got to find the tab. Mises.org. Mises, uh, long story short, he was a pioneering economist. He was uh, the mentor of people like F.A. Hayek, who was a Nobel Prize winning economist, uh, people like Murray Rothbard, you know, so on and so forth. His think tank that set up in his name, a libertarian-leaning think tank. I put the story out about three hours ago. It's by Brian McMacken. There we go. FBI says... That the U.S. homicide rate is at a 51-year low. The U.S. homicide rate in 2014, the most recent year available, was 4.5 per 100,000. The 2014 total follows a long downward trend and is the lowest homicide rate recorded since 1963, when the rate was 4.6 per 100,000. To find a lower homicide rate, we must travel back to 1957. When a total homicide rate hit 4.0 per 100,000. Homicide rates were considerably higher in the United States during the 1970s, 80s, and 90s. But over the past 25 years have fallen nearly continuously. But, uh, of course, the average American is unaware that the homicide is at a 50-plus year low. Pews reported that um, the American public is unaware that the homicide rate has fallen by 49% over the past 20 years. And uh, while Pew doesn't report on it, it's also a safe bet that the public is also aware that homicide rates have collapsed as total gun ownership in the United States has increased significantly. Now listen to this. Over a recent 20-year period, a number, the number of new guns in the U.S. that were either manufactured in the U.S. or imported into the U.S. increased 
from the 6.6 million new guns in 94 to the 16 million in 2013. So over that 20-year period, that is a gross total of 132 million guns. Think of the enormity of that. In a 20-year period, we manufactured or imported 132 million guns. So, over this period that we've increased this, uh, this gross total of 132 million guns, the homicide rate in the United States has fallen 49%. You cannot say that more guns equal more murder, more homicide, more crime, any of that. The statistics do not show that. Uh, you can break it down by state. Uh, in Florida, homicides down from where it was in the 1980s. Um, if we look at homicide rates on a state-to-state basis, uh, some states with the least restrictive gun laws, such as New Hampshire, Vermont, and Idaho, have some of the lowest homicide rates found anywhere in the world. And even more slightly restrictive states like Minnesota and Colorado have very low homicide rates as well. Gun control advocates like to point to Canada as a model for more restrictive gun laws, but what we find is that the states become more like Canada in terms of demographics and climate, and they have more similar homicide rates. So many, uh, so many states that border Canada have gun laws far more permissive than anything found in Canada, but have similar homicide rates. You find the same uh, along the Mexican border. Mexico has far more restrictive gun laws than the United States, but even when you take the informal, i.e. illegal gun ownership into account, there are still fewer private guns in Mexico than the United States. And yet cities and counties that border Mexico tend to have much, much lower homicide rates. The city of El Paso, Texas, for example, which is within the jurisdiction of Texas's lax gun laws, has one of the lowest homicide rates in the world at a mere 0.6 per 100,000. That was as of 2012. El Paso has long been considered one of the safest cities in North America and one of the most Hispanic cities as well. Notably, El Paso is within an easy walking distance of Chihuahua State. Is that real? They have a Chihuahua state in Mexico? I, that's funny. I got to say, that's funny. The Chihuahua state in Mexico. Where homicide rates, this is very serious, where homicide rates are among the worst in the world and where gun laws are extremely restrictive. Like I said, you can find this on Mises.org. It goes into mass shootings as well. Um, you can't say that less guns would equal uh, less crime, less homicide. You can't say more guns equals more crime and more homicide. It's just not borne out by the statistics. Now, obviously, there's um, other factors, but those other factors are in play whether you restrict more guns or you don't. So I understand the argument. Like I said, man, we all want to find answers. That's the thing. We all want to find answers. We all want to know. What can be done about this? And I'm all for debating all kinds of shit. And I do. I'm just saying, one, that the logic extends to most guns, if you were talking about keeping us safe, if that's what you want to regulate and, and ban or restrict or whatever. But that statistics doesn't prove that that's going to help. I think 
If you're talking about restricting adults' choices and restricting liberties, your logic needs to be unassailable. And I don't think in this case that it is for those who argue for more restriction. I said the other night what's going to happen is private security. Private, armed, trained security is going to become more of a thing, just like security systems are more of a thing and ADT and all that. People are not going to wait for the government to protect them. If you think the government's going to do shit, you are sadly mistaken. Anyway, this uh, segment went on very long, so I need to take a break. We're getting into the Jim Jeffries thing, the stand-up, coming up. Stern Jesus Show podcast, June 15th. Uh, by the way, Tommy Chong podcast in a little over a half hour. That's why i got to get this shit going. Damn it. Tommy Chong's on in 32 minutes. Shut up, Stern Jesus. Get fucking moving. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here again to tell you about an awesome sponsor of the show. Of course, I'm talking about Pottles. Check out the Pottles banner on StonerJesus.net. They have all kinds of products. Pinner tubes, blunt tubes, they have glass, they have odor-free stash containers in all kinds of different sizes and colors and designs. They have uh, tablers. So many products, I can't fit them onto a commercial. Just go click that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. Make sure you use promo code STONERJESUS. It's all capital letters, all one word. STONERJESUS at checkout at Pottles for 20% off. Go check out all of the amazing products Pottles has to offer. Check out that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net and make sure you use that promo code STONERJESUS. Get 20% off at Pottles. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by Head Shop Headquarters. Check out the Head Shop Headquarters banner on stonerjesus.net. They have all kinds of glass, all the glass you'll ever need, whether it's pipes or bubblers or dab rigs, or larger water pipes, accessories, whatever you need, you can get it at Head Shop Headquarters. Check out their banner on stonerjesus.net. They have great products, great glass, and great deals, and free shipping on all orders in the United States. Go check them out, headshopheadquarters.com, or simply click that Headshop Headquarters banner on stonerjesus.net. Another awesome sponsor of the show, Headshop Headquarters. Next to THC and CBD, you can now add CBR to your cannabis vernacular. CBR as in CannabisRadio.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. 
You know, during Dance with the Stars, I started feeling discomfort. Yeah. And not only that, I was doing these old mountain smells. And it was kind of embarrassing because, you know, the, all the Dancing with the Stars crew, cast and crew, you know, they were all young kids. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, this old guy would come along and do one of those silent farts, you know, that you don't know you're doing it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you smell, and everybody go, what the hell smells? And, you know, and you knew it was me. And, and so I'd scurry off to the bathroom, you know. And that's when I knew that there was something wrong. The Tommy Chung Podcast. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, that's right. Discretion. Bitches. Stoner Jesus Show podcast, June 15th, 2016. If you're listening live, about 27 minutes away from the Tommy Chong podcast on CannabisRadio.com. CannabisRadio on Spreaker. Go find podcasts at the Stoner Jesus Show on StonerJesus.net and CannabisRadio.com. Thanks to John Chambers, by the way, for sticking around in the chat room as well. On our Canvas Radio on Spreaker. We're uh, limited on time now because I'm a long-winded motherfucker. But as promised, Australian comic Jim Jeffries did some stuff on gun control. We're going to listen to some of that from his Netflix special, Bear. From what I understand, I'm allowed to play this if I say where it's from. I may be wrong about that. If so, we'll, we'll snip, snip. Do some snip, snipping. But that's fine. You'll still be on SternJesus.net version. Anyway, Celebrity Dildo is one of our awesome sponsors. The guy behind that is in Australia, and Jim Jeffries is an Australian comic. As I said, it's funny. It provides a different perspective. They obviously, obviously have a different perspective on guns in Australia than we do here in the United States. And uh, it's also an opportunity for a little education. I don't know how long I'll be able to go with this. I do want to get to St. Peter and his transition to a black man. I think that's very important. I think it's a very important cog in the show. <laughs> this machine that is the Center Jesus show. And, uh, of course, we cannot be late. We have to be gone in time for Tommy Chong. We cannot make Tommy wait for some stupid bullshit I'm doing. That'd be crazy. Here he's from his Netflix special, Bear on Gun Control. Now, before I start saying this, I want to say this, right? I believe in your right as Americans to have guns. I'm not trying <clears> to stop <throat> you from having guns. All I'm saying is... Okay, okay. This happened the other night. There's some kind of jerking going on in the YouTube video that is causing... His voice is jerk. It's not buffering. The buffering little thing is all the way out to like four minutes. It's <clears throat> very fucking annoying. Very fucking annoying. He's going to be going every three seconds. 
Why? Why is that? Why is it always something? That's what I want to know. This time it's not the cord, it's the, the video playback itself is jerky. Not jerky boys, jerky. This is my personal belief on the opinion. My opinion on the belief, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't like that. Right? I'm going to say some things that are just facts. Right? In Australia, we, we had guns. Right? Right up until 1996. And in 1996, Australia had the biggest massacre on earth. Still hasn't been beaten. And... Okay, this... I, uh, I don't know if I can get through this. It's, it's, throwing, a, it's throwing a wrench in the whole works. It's just a little slight, a little... Why? Why is it happening? Now, after that, they banned the guns. Now, in the 10 years before Port Arthur, there was 10 massacres. Since the gun ban in 1996, there hasn't been a single massacre since. I don't know how or why this happened. Uh, maybe it was a coincidence, right? Now, please understand that I understand that Australia and America are two vastly different cultures with different people, right? I get it. In Australia, we had the biggest massacre on earth. The Australian government went, that's it. No more guns! And we all went, and we all went, yeah, right then, that seems fair enough. <laughs> Why is it doing that? Why is it doing that? Are you kidding me? As I mentioned before on the show, playing audio from this computer is very important to, to, the, whole, to the whole operation. <sighs> Continuing. Now, in America, you have the Sandy Hook massacre where little tiny children died, and your government went, maybe we'll get rid of the big guns? <laughs> and 50% of you went, fuck you, go take my guns! <laughs> By the way, in about 30 seconds, he does an American impression, which is fucking dead on. Although you hear, in the middle of it. So here's fucking no oh, mother. I want to punch this fucking computer. <laughs> I just, and I don't understand why it's, ha it's never happened before. It happened the other night, I remember, and now, and now it's happening now. Why? Why the little? And like I said, it's not the buffering. That's the gray bar in the YouTube video is like almost all the way to the end. It's buffered. This shit is so fucking buffered. It's shiny, and yet it's doing this. Here's where it gets confusing, right? Oh now, as I said, I'm all for your Second Amendment rights. I think you should be able to have guns. It's in your constitution. What I'm not for is bullshit arguments and lies. There is one argument and one argument alone for having a gun. And this is the argument. Fuck off. I like guns. <laughs> it's not the best argument. but. And listen, I understand that he exaggerates for comedic effect. And, you know, but obviously there are many more. Reasons people defend themselves with guns all the time, hunting. Even though I'm not a big hunter, I don't give a fuck. Any other reasons? But you know, it's funny nonetheless. It's all you've got. <laughs> Technically, it was better if you know well, there wouldn't be like the. I know I'm harping on. I'm sorry. Technical things drive me nuts. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with saying I, I like something. Don't take it away from me. But don't give me this other bullshit. The main one is, I need it for protection. I need to protect me, I need to protect my family. Really? Is that why they're called assault rifles? Is it? Never heard of these fucking protection rifles you speak of? 
actually they're called assault rifles, I believe, because it was like 1989. That's what you know, the people who wanted to to, to, to get the ban that they finally got passed in 1994. That's what they called them. That's where that term came into being. Protection? What the fuck are you talking about? You you have a gun in your house. They, you're 80% more likely to use that gun on yourself than to shoot someone else. And people think, well, that'd never happen to me. You don't know that because you know what? From time to time, we all get sad. <laughs> One day you're happy, then you're sad, and then oh, oh, this. protection i had a break-in in manchester england where i was tied up i had my head cut they threatened to rape my girlfriend they came through the window with a machete and a hammer and americans always go well imagine if you had a gun and i'm like all right i was naked at the time i wasn't wearing my holster i wasn't staring at the window waiting for cunts with machetes to come through like what world do you live in where you what struck me about this part was that it's like he assumes everybody in the world lives in a one-room apartment where somebody comes through the window, they're right there. And he also assumes people don't have security systems or don't hear anything uh, with people, you know, uh, knocking shit over in their dark house that they're not familiar with because they've broken through a window or something. There's many instances where people are alerted in time that there's someone in their house to get their firearm and to defend themselves and their home. But again, you know, exaggeration for, you know, Comedic effect, but you know we all don't live in one-room flats where if someone comes in the window, they're on top of you. You're constantly fucking ready. <laughs> you have guns because you like guns. That's why you go to gun conventions. That's why you read gun magazines. None of you give a shit about home security. None of you go to home security conventions. None of you read Padlock Monthly. None of you... Have a Facebook picture of you behind a secure door going, fucking yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to be ready if someone comes into your house. You have it at all fucking time. By the way, most people who are breaking into your house just want your fucking TV. You think the people are coming to murder your family? <laughs> First of all, why should they be allowed to steal your TV? It's your fucking TV. Why shouldn't they get shot for that? And yeah, maybe if they think you're a witness to a robbery, they might want to kill you. Criminals aren't that smart. How many fucking enemies do you have? <laughs> Jeez, you think a lot of yourself if you think everyone's coming to murder you. <laughs> See, if you have it readily available, it becomes unsafe. You have it in your bedside table. One of your kids picks it up, thinks it's a toy, shoots another one of your kids. Happens every fucking day. But we all go, that would never happen in my house. <laughs> it does not happen every day. I'm a responsible gun owner, I keep my guns locked in a safe. Then there's no fucking protection! <laughs> Someone comes into the house, you're like, wait there, fuckface. Again, no one is alerted at all that someone is in their house, by any means. At all. And we all live in warm houses where people just came through the window and you're like, hold on, I gotta get this safe and get my gun out. Oh, you've come to the wrong house here. Again, it's funny, but it's good for education as well. Hey, buddy boy. I'll tell you what. I'm going to fuck you up. Okay. Is it 32 to the left or 32 to the right? Your mother's birthday? Why the fuck would I know your fucking mother's birthday? 
maybe if you didn't leave the window open because it's too hot in here, we wouldn't be getting fucking murdered right now. <laughs> I find the NRA to be hard work. But the fact that they always think the answer is more guns. After Sandy Hook happened, the NRA said, and I quote, none of this would have happened if the teachers had guns. <laughs> I, I think they're forgetting what school was like. By the way, this is funny as well, but <clears throat> not that I'm, you know, forearming teachers. I don't, I don't know if that's a solution or not. But the notion that we can't trust the people who spend eight hours a day molding the minds of our children and taking care of them and supervising their activities, uh, with a little training, they can be trusted with a gun. There's something, you know, something odd to me about that. But anyway, it is funny. Did anyone remember that casual teacher that used to, whenever she came onto school, that relief teacher came, you and your friends would see her and go, oh, we're going to make her cry. <laughs> I don't think they'd be handing out uh, guns to substitute teachers as they come in. And then she'd stand in front of the class with a bit of chalk and her hands would be shaking. And you'd go, you're never getting married, are you, miss? Never going to happen for you. Then she gets back. Anyway, we may do this another time. I don't know. I'm just fucking running out of time. I'm up against breaks. Tommy Chong's on his minutes. It's just too much to pack into an hour. Just like I packed it into your mom last night. Stern Jesus Show podcast, June 15th, 2016, recording it live. We'll be back. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by Celebrity Dildo. Make sure you check out the Celebrity Dildo banner on stonerjesus.net or just go to celebritydildo.com. Celebrity Dildo has released a new and exciting range of premium silicone dildos and have finally combined the two worlds of novelty and function. Celebrity Dildos are made of premium medical-grade silicone. They're firm yet flexible and velvet to the touch. Durable, non-porous, odorless, hypoallergenic, and let's face it, they are just a great conversation piece. You want to check out Celebrity Dildo, go check out their banner on stonerjesus.net and follow them on all their social media networks. Celebrity Dildo, awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Make sure you check them out on stonerjesus.net. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the show, Kind Soil. Check out the Kind Soil banner on stonerjesus.net or go to kindsoil.com. And also follow at kindsoil on Twitter. Kind Soil is a 100% organic soil program that feeds your plants from seed to harvest. All you ever do is water your plants. Never use nutrients again. Make sure you check out that Kind Soil banner on stonerjesus.net. Kind Soil allows your plant to feed as it chooses, drink fresh, clean water as it chooses, all while never experiencing burns or growth issues from chemical feeding. Kind Soil produces large, dense flowers soaked in trichomes. Go check it out for yourself, kindsoil.com, or click that Kind Soil banner on stonerjesus.net. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing. So are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. I'm Radical Russ from the Russ Belleville Show. Keith Strop, the founder of Normal, is here. The single most important victory will be California. We've got Steve D'Angelo. Well, the state of cannabis affairs in California is in flux. The guru of ganja, Ed Rosenthal. It's uh, better for people to be using concentrates. Weekdays live at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, exclusively on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the third annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. The most influential business event in the marijuana industry returns for three days in Oakland, California. Join your fellow industry leaders and policy influencers June 20th through 22nd for an in-depth educational experience and network with more than 3,000 cannabis professionals. The 2016 Cannabis Business Summit and Expo will feature keynote presentations from California Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom and Numi Organic Tea CEO Ahmed Rahim giving you insight into cutting-edge policy discussions and the most innovative business practices. All this plus the most comprehensive expo floor in the industry. The Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 20th through 22nd in Oakland. Don't miss out. Register right now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and save 15% off registration using promo code RADIO15. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com, promo code RADIO15. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the board, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemping is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemping. The following cannabisradio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Stoner Jesus Show Podcast, June 15th, 2016. we got St. Peter in here. Live on CanvasRadio.com, by the way. If you're listening live, Tommy Chong, the Tommy Chong Podcast is coming up. Running out of time. St. Peter, you know, this, you're becoming a black man. You're transitioning to a black man. we got to get to a quick man. Just well, What's going on? Oh, well, I ain't being rushed, man. Well, fucking Tommy Chong's coming up. 
Well, man, I'm trying to become like, you know, like a black man, yo, because black men are cool, yo, and it's like fucking flying shit. Uh, I went to get my, like, like the, the consultation of, like, my, my penis uh, enlargement, my penis extension, if you will. And, uh, it did not go well, it did not go well at all. Uh, Jesus, they said there's really not enough there for the extension uh, of the penis. I don't know if, you know, like, like skin or whatever to cover it. So I don't know if the penis extension is going to is going to work. The, the the pigmentation darkening, that's not going well. Uh, I've been trying to grow an afro, that doesn't seem to be working out. I'm not going to be able to get a bigger dick. Uh, it seems like it's really hard. It's really hard to be a black man. Jesus. Indeed, isn't that what they always say? Who? What? Well, you said what? That's what they always say. Who are you talking about? They, they say it's hard to be a black man. Who says that? Black man, I assume. Oh. Okay, well, that's it, man. All right, thank you, Peter. I don't even know if that warranted a segment. Oh, yeah. Your dick's too small for an extension. That's funny. That was worth it. Okay, I take it back. That was worth it. Stern Jesus Show podcast. I apologize for the back-to-back breaks. We're right up against uh, Tommy Chong. I got to get these breaks in. I went long-winded in the first segment. That's totally my bad. But I will get you Tommy Chong... On time. That's what I'm here to do, and god damn it, that's what I'm going to do. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. Again, uh, anybody local in since I can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planet Everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the Internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do, largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere, but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection. And as Beach always says, having temptations. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. The cannabis industry is growing, business is booming, and as new opportunities arise in newly legalized states, each market is getting more competitive. 
Today, it takes more than just being a good grower. Do you have the resources to market and handle this ever-changing business landscape? Let Canna Management Corporation help you grow your canna business with our vast resources and experience to make your business a fully functional service company. Financial management, HR, sales, marketing, efficiency, and more. CMC has the experience and the expertise to improve your business and help you better meet the demands of your clients and customers. Call Canna Management Corporation and let our team get you ready to grow. 415-269-8015. That's 415-269-8015. Or visit canna-management.com. is shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. All you have to do is decriminalize. We don't need a government regulation to tell us this is good pot, that's bad pot. We don't need any of that. The Tommy Chong Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world, world, world. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Jesus Show Podcast, June 15th, 2016. We're doing it live on CannabisRadio.com and Cannabis Radio on Spreaker, just minutes away from the Tommy Chong Podcast. You can find the Stoner Jesus Podcast on StonerJesus.net, of course, on CannabisRadio.com as well, along with many other great podcasts, Russ Belleville, Dr. Dina, Dr. Mitchell Wine, Kyle Cushman, uh, Nurse Heather, just the list goes on and on. So many great podcasts at CannabisRadio.com. Go check them out. St. Peter is here, uh, still behind his little uh, booth. It's time for the live read. I gave you the copy there up here. We do the live read now for the, the plugs at the end of the show. <clears throat> so um, uh, without further ado, uh, St. Peter, get ready. Uh, Stern Jesus Show, June 15, 2016. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you Friday night on CanvasRadio.com, of course. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, peace, bitches. Uh, oh, uh, Stoner Jesus can be found on Twitter at Stoner Jesus 420, and uh, also Stoner Jesus Net. Why do you have two Twitters, Jesus? One's for the show. Oh, the less popular one. Yeah. Anyway, St. Peter can be found on Twitter at st underscore Peter 420. I really need a better Twitter name. Plus, I need to, you need to tell me my Twitter password again so we get on there. St underscore Peter 420. And uh, uh, other, you know, shit for the show, whatever can be found is Jesus 
Well.net and St. Paul is awesome. God damn it, Jesus, St. Paul's not awesome. Why would you fucking put that there? It pisses me off. Okay, you done. Yeah, that's it. St. Paul's not awesome for the record. He's not awesome. He's an asshole. Thank you. Yeah, fuck you, Jesus.